Tuesday morning to you, Oregon. I'm Finn J.D. John, FJ at OffbeatOregon.com, and this is the Daily Offbeat Oregon Podcast. Since it is Tuesday, this is an archive show, first published as a newspaper column and podcast episode several years ago. Thanks for downloading, and I sure hope you enjoy it. This story was first published on April 11th of 2010 under the headline, Boiler Bay Named for Spectacular Fiery 1910 Shipwreck. Here we go. Just north of the picturesque little central coast town of Depot Bay is a place called Boiler Bay. It's named after what remains one of the most spectacular shipwrecks in American history. The J. Marhofer was a 175-foot, 600-ton steam schooner built at John Lindstrom's shipyard in Aberdeen, up in Washington's Grays Harbor, in 1907. On May 18, 1910, she was still practically brand new and was coming back to her home port in Portland after a run to San Francisco when an assistant engineer working on a gasoline-burning blowtorch accidentally overpressurized it and blew the thing up. This likely would have been far less of a problem had the J. Marhofer been an older coal-powered ship. She was not. She ran on oil and the engine room contained enough of it spattered on the walls that by the time the badly burned assistant engineer recovered his wits, the whole place was on fire. Captain Gustav Peterson asked someone to open the valves and flood the engine room, but by then the heat of the fire had made the valve handles too hot to touch, and the fire had spread. Nor could the engineer get into the engine room to shut the power off. The ship was still steaming along at a steady nine knots, and there was nothing anyone could do about it. Peterson got her pointed at the shore three miles off and gave the order to abandon ship. Clambering into a lifeboat and paddling away is something that's hard enough to do when the ship isn't humming along at full cruising speed, and being as a really hot fire was still blazing merrily below decks, the Marhofer must have been warming up like a wood stove on a frosty morning. Still, the crew, and the captain's wife, who was also aboard, got away from the ship safely and retrieved the ship's dog, which had been tossed overboard before the lifeboat was lowered. The boats made for Fogarty Creek, but a resident there was signaling to them using a red sweater. Interpreting this as a danger signal, it wasn't intended as one, the boats turned away and headed south, past Depot Bay, and had to come in at Whale Cove. There, one of the boats capsized in the surf, and the injured cook was drowned while the other crew members swam to shore. This was the only casualty of the wreck, other than, of course, some fairly bad burns from the fellow with the blowtorch. As for the J. Marhofer, the ship, now thoroughly and spectacularly on fire, was steaming straight toward the rocks. Word had spread around the town of Depot Bay, and residents had come flocking to the top of the bluff to watch. Still under power and trailing a column of smoke and fire like a volcano, the freighter piled onto the rocks with an enormous crash. The stranded vessel keeled over and burned fiercely for a time. Then she was ripped apart by a massive steam explosion that threw chunks of wood and iron in all directions. Fortunately, none of the spectators were hit, although there is today a piece of iron pipe sticking out of the bluff above that probably came from the wreck. There's a photo of that piece of pipe on the website, and you should check it out. It sticks six feet up out of the bluff, and it's probably two feet across. It's not a little piece. 
Today, the ship's boiler can be seen from the highway at low tide. It can even be reached via a rough trail leading down from Highway 101 just north of the entrance to Boiler Bay State Park when the conditions are right and the tide is extremely low. At other times, the spot is utterly inaccessible to anyone lacking the skills and equipment of a Navy SEAL. It's because of this rusty remnant that the little bay here, formerly known as Briggs Landing, is now called Boiler Bay. Key sources in this story have included works by Nikki Price, William L. Sullivan, and The Marine Review. Well, that's our show for today. Thanks again for listening. This podcast is part of Offbeat Oregon History, a public history resource for the state we love. More info is at our hub page at offbeatoregon.com. Offbeat Oregon is a division of Pulp Lit Productions, a boutique publishing house about which more can be learned at pulp-lit.com. Speaking of which, if you enjoy listening to me, you might check out some of my audiobooks. You can find them most easily with a search for my name on audible.com. Most of them are old pulp stuff, H.P. Lovecraft, Edgar Rice Burroughs, etc., but at least two of them are offbeat Oregon history type stuff. Check them out if you're so inclined. This podcast is covered under a Creative Commons license. For details, see offbeatoregon.com cc. Our theme music is by the Atlas String Band and was written by Carmen Ficara. Listen and download more at atlasstringband.com. Questions, critiques, ideas for a future episode? Email me at fj at offbeatoregon.com. Episodes of Offbeat Oregon History are uploaded around 6 a.m. every weekday, so the next one will be on your device and ready to go before you know it. Until then, go out and fill up the rest of the day with good stuff. Bye now. Bye now.